Hey, y'all, and welcome back to me, Sadie, and the Mixed Up Time Machine, the podcast where I tell you everything you'd ever need to know about finding your best friend's time-traveling uncle lost somewhere in the middle of warped space-time. Incredibly practical knowledge. And if none of this sounds familiar, you probably should go listen to last episode, and maybe the one before that. Or maybe you should just start at season one like a normal person. Anyway, I, I gotta get back on script. Last time. My friends and I were getting ready for our big robotics competition when we were interrupted by a family emergency. What's up with Caleb? You think it's about the time machine? So, if the alarm is sounding and Uncle Charles isn't back yet... Yeah, odds are he's lost in space-time. Uncle Charles was in trouble. Aunt Maria was in California. The only person who could save him? Yeah, that was us. Why are you podcasting in my treehouse? Parker, this has been my treehouse since before you were born. What are you podcasting about? None of your business. Editor's note, my sister Parker doesn't know about, um, I'm Tay Aveldre. Your show is about time travel? It's for a school project. Oh, boring. So boring. Anyway, back to the story. Welcome to the office. Uh, No wonder Uncle Charles never lets us in here. There's fire hazards on every bookshelf. When I imagine a crazy old inventor's lab, I literally imagine a room exactly like this. Ooh, particle accelerator. Focus, everybody. We need to debrief. Debrief? I'm finally James Bond! Have you ever even seen a James Bond movie? Actually, no. Guys, can we please focus? Now is not the time to make fun of how Izzy knows nothing. Absolutely nothing about pop culture. Sorry. Okay, first, we don't know where Uncle Charles went missing, but I did find this flight plan. 20 different locations across 25,000 years. So Charles could be in any of these 20 locations. These places are so random. Palu, Indonesia, Vancouver, Canada, Antarctica. Seriously, I don't see the connection. They're all near famous bodies of water. He did say something about studying the evolution of algae. Hold on. Charles has the entire history of Earth, and he uses time travel to study algae? I thought you didn't even believe in time travel. Uh, an Elizabethan-style inventor's workshop is remarkably convincing circumstantial evidence. The next thing, we may not have the time tractor, but Aunt Maria called to tell me that, whatever I do, don't touch this. So, naturally, I opened it. It's a plastic box. Inside, you will find... Two more plastic boxes. That's not plastic. That's glass. Mostly glass, but there's also... Fiber optic cable? And possibly... Is this a quantum computer? It's a time portal. How are you so sure? It says so on the box. Sure enough, Caleb was right. The plastic carrying case had two labels. One said time portal. The other said prototype. Do not touch. Maria, that means you. Are there any instructions? Not that I could find. Looks like the time portals pair to each other. Maybe this button? Try it. Hello, Charles. I'm Athena, your personal time portal assistant. How can I help you today? Uh, freaky. I'm sorry, Charles. I don't recognize your voice. I'm going to need you to confirm your identity with a quick security question. What is the street address of your childhood home? How 
How are we supposed to guess this? He grew up in 1800s London. 42. Seriously? Hitchhiker's Guide? I'm thinking fast here, okay? I'm sorry. 42 is incorrect. You have two attempts remaining. The next security question is, who is your favorite nephew? Caleb Matthews. I'm sorry. That answer is incorrect. I'm his only nephew. Your security reminder phrase is trick question. Would you like to try again? New question. Charles, you have one attempt remaining. Your final question is, what childhood friend is now your sworn enemy? H.G. Wells! That is correct. Thank you for confirming your identity. H.G. Wells? Like the sci-fi guy? Yeah, long story. How do we put in coordinates? Maybe this button? You seem to be having trouble with setup. Would you like a refresher? Yes, Athena. Sure, Charles. Step one. Identify the home cube. This one? No, the other one. That's the portal cube. Sorry. What's the difference between a home cube and a portal cube? Charles, for someone who invented me, you're asking a lot of amateur questions. Would you like me to run a scan for amnesia? No, Athena, just take us to Vancouver, Canada, 15,058 BCE, August 1st, 2 p.m. Where? It's the first stop on Charles' flight plan. As Leo and I were speaking, one of the glass cubes began glowing a brilliant, bright golden red, like all the power of the core of a star was condensed into this one little glass box. From the red cube, four laser-like beams began drawing a doorway in the air. A time portal. Your portal is now complete. Please mind the gap between the present and the edge of the past. Who's going and who's staying? Caleb and I are the oldest. We should go. But- Don't argue. This is how Uncle Charles would want it. Caleb bravely stepped towards the portal, about to walk into the unknown on a time-traveling rescue mission. It was like an optical illusion at some old-timey world's fair. The moment his shoe passed the plane of the lasers, half his body disappeared into a cloud of glowing mist. Caleb was almost through the portal when it threw him right back. He slammed across the room so hard that his head banged against the wall. I'm sorry, Caleb. Parental controls are activated. Oh, now she gets my name right. A quick bioscan confirmed you are on the do not time travel list. Why? According to my sources, there was an incident with a time loop in Camelot. Why can I never seem to live that down? I guess it's up to me then. I'm sorry, Zachary. Parental controls are... I didn't even start the time loop. No, you're just friends with a boy who did. I should be the one to go. What? You've never even time-traveled before. It's biometric scans that keep blocking Zach and Caleb. Charles wouldn't have known to block me. The three of us can go. You, me, Sadie. But Izzy, aren't you friends with Caleb too? Yeah, but we're not that close. She's right. Hey! Charles is my uncle. I'm going first. I wasn't about to let my best friend go through a time portal without me, so I grabbed onto Sadie's sleeve and held on for dear life. With a time tractor, time travel kind of felt like taking off in an airplane. Stepping through Athena's portal felt like falling into a black hole, getting spaghettified, and finally getting launched back into reality via the Tower of Terror. Sadie and I found ourselves sprawled out on the ground next to a beautiful, rocky beach. But it wasn't the Vancouver I'd imagined from all the Disney Channel movies that film in Canada. 
this Vancouver had way, 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 way more snow. Where's Leo? You pass through a time portal as nauseating as this one, and you ask about Leo? Oh, he probably chickened out. Boys never follow through. It's freezing. It's the ice age. What'd you expect? I sat up and looked around. It was just me, Sadie, a bunch of ice, and a single glass cube. Athena's portal cube. I watched as the cube began to glow red, and another portal flashed across the sky. As quickly as it opened, it closed, and Leo was lying down on the ground next to us. What happened? You okay? I think so. I promise you time travel is not normally this dizzying. I'm sorry. As a prototype, I am prone to some user interface issues. If Charles had a perfectly comfortable time tractor, why would he build Athena? I'm safer, more compact, and unlike the time tractor, I do not have an inverse collapse risk when I travel earlier than 10,000 BCE. Hey, guys, can you hear us? Caleb? And Zach! Turns out our cube has an intercom. That's another one of my advantages. With a time portal, both the home cube and the portal cube travel through space at the same rate, allowing for real-time communication. Athena, that's great and everything, but what do you mean about the time tractor having an inverse collapse risk? Unlike me, the time tractor's stability decreases at an inverse proportion to the destination here. Explain it like I'm stupid. Engaging the Caleb setting. That stings. In 2022, the time tractor is 100% stable. In ancient Rome, 98% stable. In 15,000 BCE, 15% stability with a waveform collapse limit of 15 minutes. Long story short, if you travel to where we are right now by time tractor, you'd likely die in a horrific explosion after a quarter hour. No wonder Charles told us to stick to the 21st century. Athena? Do you explode? Never. I'm remarkably stable. However, my battery will die in about 18 minutes. Until Athena, I'd never realized time travel could be so dangerous. In that moment, the stakes of our mission started feeling a whole lot higher. If Uncle Charles was in the distant past and we didn't reach him in time, the world's greatest inventor might meet a terrible fate. Um, guys? Can everyone stop asking questions? It's freezing and I want to get out of here. Why would there be a Starbucks cup in the middle of prehistoric Vancouver? Hey, it's got my name on it. Izzy, you've been here? No, I left it in the time tractor. I'm not a litter bug. It must have fallen out when Charles was here. There's no evidence of an explosion. I guess Charles made it to his next destination. 19 more locations, 18 minutes of battery. 17. Now. We'll never get to them all in time. We've got to be strategic. Athena, turn on the intercom. Intercom activated. Caleb? Zach? 10-4. Aren't you supposed to say 10-4 at the end? Like, when we're over and out? We can discuss the finer points of radio communication at a later date, but more importantly, is Uncle Charles' flight plan still on his desk? Yeah, why? What's the earliest coordinate on the flight plan? That's going to be the highest explosion risk. Let me check. Uh... Gulf of Thermai. Athena, can you open a portal to wherever Caleb says? Gulf of Thermai, 25,000 BCE, July 29th, 11 a.m. 
Um, guys, we might want to think twice about that portal. Wait, what? Gulf of Thermai? That's right next to Mount Olympus. It was too late. Athena's portal was already suspended in midair. The portal swung open, and running out from the mist was a very, very angry minotaur. And he was charging right at us. Suddenly, I was no longer convinced that Greek mythology was purely mythical. Okay, I would finish the story, except my laptop battery is dying. You know, I really need to be more strategic about charging my stuff. Laptops and time portals. Or I could just install a power outlet in the treehouse. Huh, that might be a good Saturday project. Oh wait, I'm on 2%. Okay, I'll fill you in next week about the whole Minotaur situation. Until then, signing off for now, Izzy. Huge shout out to the amazing cast of me, Sadie, and the Mixed Up Time Machine. Kathleen Friedman. Carly Freeman. Christian John Caro. John Alexander Hatcher. Nick Catapano. Emma Payne. Mariam Bedigian. This episode of Me, Sadie, and the Mixed Up Time Machine was written and produced by Carly Freeman. Our writer's room includes Laura Babiak, Gabrielle Charles, Maddie Schneider, and Kathleen Friedman. The Mixed Up Time Machine is a West 60th Productions podcast.